ladies. Welcome back to Save the Girls Podcast. We're your host, Jocelyn Haas. And Michaela Johnson. And today's episode is all about comparison. Heck yeah. <laughs> so it's been a couple of weeks and we took some time off. I feel like it's good to do that every once in a while just so we can make sure we're on the same wavelength as what God wants this to be, though. Yes. And so that we can get our minds right and make sure that we're talking about things that glorify the Lord always. Yes. And so something that I've been struggling with a lot and I know a lot of women in general struggle with, and then Kay also shared that she's struggling, struggles with it sometimes too, um, but is comparison comparing yourself to other girls comparing your walk with god with other people's walk with god um comparing our bodies our faces our hair our style literally everything and anything it's a really big deal and then of course comparison can also lead to being jealous or envious of what others have and then that creates a whole other issue in itself Um, so I guess, like, what are some ways that you've struggled with comparison slash jealousy or envy, and how do you kind of get yourself out of that mindset? Um, well, for starters, when I, before my workout fitness was a hard thing for me to Mm -hmm. do, because especially at the gym, you see these girls who are, like, stick skinny, have, like, perfect bodies, and you're like, all right, Mm -hmm. well, I'm never going to get there, and I would compare myself to them, and I would start, like, beating myself up, and I think I really had to work on that, and I still struggle with it a little bit, but not nearly as much as I Mm -hmm. did before, and the one, that's one thing I worked on therapy a lot which me and Joss say this all the time therapy is amazing I recommend it for anyone and I can genuinely now look at myself and be like I am beautiful and I'm not I'm it doesn't matter like how I look and how my body always looks it's like I had to work on like how my soul is and if my soul is good then that makes me beautiful you know and um our counselor actually taught me this it's like yeah like the outward appearance like you're obviously beautiful on the outside Mm -hmm. but like your soul is what truly gets people yeah and that was the thing I struggled like with comparing myself the most but now it's like comparing my faith walk with somebody else and like looking at somebody and I'm like they hear from God more than I do Mm -hmm. or like God appeared one time in their room like he definitely loves them more than me and it's just like that's not true yeah and like me thinking like that is like actually a sin Mm. and I didn't ever understand that I'm like comparison like how is that a a sin but it's so true Mm. and I think one thing I had to wrap my head around and I got better at this is like somebody looks at me and somebody is like she's so beautiful like I wish I had their body and then somebody looks at I look at somebody and I think the exact same thing Mm -hmm. and I think that honestly like comforts me because I'm like everyone's looking at somebody and thinking like wow I wish I was as put together as this person which behind the scenes we don't know what's going on Mm -hmm. so I think that like really helped me in a way so yeah I don't know what are Mm -hmm. some things you have struggled with so weirdly I feel like when I was younger it used to be more physical things or like body image type stuff and now it's very much more personality based for me which is interesting because I've never thought that much about it but by nature I'm just a very reserved person and it's different when I'm comfortable and when I'm with people I love or with family and my besties like of course my personality comes out and I can be like my goofy self Mm -hmm. but when I'm in groups of people or around people I don't really know I'm pretty shy like I'm pretty reserved I don't call myself shy because I will talk it's not that it's just I would prefer to not 
talk in groups. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I like to observe more, and I internalize things and think things through before I say something. Like, yeah. I'm very calculated with what I say when I'm not that comfortable. Yeah. Um, and that's actually a really big insecurity of mine, because I wish that... I want to say wish, but, like, I look at people that are more extroverted and can just have conversations and be open and be outgoing, and I'm like, I wish I was like that. And not always, but a lot. Like, I'll think, like, dang, like, that person's just so good with people. Like, I want to be that good with people. But then I have to remember, like, I am good with people just in a different way than that person. And I bring it back to that. Um, but it's not always easy for me. And lately that's been a really big struggle of mine, like just insecurity, not even physically, but mentally and like my personality. And I just get really hard on myself with certain things. So that's something I've really struggled with. Um, another thing is the same thing that you said and seeing a pattern in many women in this area with like thinking that God loves other people more than us. It's seeing that as a pattern you know that it's the enemy because so many women wouldn't be feeling the same exact thing if it wasn't a lie from the enemy right like he attacks in areas where he knows it's gonna hurt us the most and especially people who have struggled with um like earthly love i want to say like love from your parents love from friends love from people in this natural realm you are naturally going to feel that in the spiritual realm. And I've learned that the hard way. But since I've experienced rejection from my natural parents, I'm going to feel like God's going to reject me because that's all I know. And so training yourself to know that that's not how God works, um, I just have to constantly remind myself, like, God doesn't love other people more than he loves other people. He teaches us lessons in the ways that he knows us personally need to learn them. So, like, each person, and this is, like, the biggest thing, and then I'll hand the mic to you, but um, the biggest thing that's helped me be, like, more comfortable in who I am, even though I've been a pretty insecure person my whole life, um, is knowing that God made us all uniquely, and he's made us all so intentionally that there's no mistake in who I am, there's no mistake in who Kayla is, there's no mistake in who any individual is on this earth. Like, he made us all so intentionally. So knowing that and realizing that we're made for a purpose and we're uniquely made so that we can fulfill that purpose, that helps me a lot. Yeah, dude. Um, and you kind of, I just have a, had had revelation as you were talking um like the I deal with me and her both deal me and Joss both deal with rejection and Mm -hmm. abandonment Mm -hmm. stuff that's like something very prevalent that we both realize that we've dealt with and what I do when I get close to people I'm like okay they're eventually gonna leave so if I push them away then then like me and Joss have both expressed this to each other like we just push them away before they can hurt us and I feel like I do that to God in a sense like I get really close to God and then I'm like okay well he's just gonna get sick of me eventually so I'm gonna just step back but God's like no like I want you here Mm -hmm. like I want you here more than anything and it's just like dang because like Joss said like we're gonna get it in the spiritual way like if we didn't get that from our parents like that's where God is like here to be like I'm here to love you. Yeah. Like, I am here to be your best friend. Like, I want to be your best friend. And it's just, like, for God to say that, I, like, tell people, I'm like, you think, like, I'll put in perspective, like, how much you love your niece or nephew. Like, if you don't have kids or how much you love your kids. Like, God loves us 
that times a million times mm-hmm. a trillion times a billion. Like God loves us so much more than that. So it's just like, and I'm not downplaying how much you love your kids or your niece and nephew, but it's really like, think about how much God loves us. Yeah. And it almost like when I tell people that it almost gives me like, I'm talking to myself when I say that, cause I don't ever think God loves me that much. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, cause I look at other people and I'm like, dang, God really loves them. Like he has a hand on their life, but it's like, No, he definitely has a hand on my life, and he's working in it. Like, yeah. Well, and, too, by us thinking that, like, I just thought of this, too. Like, by us thinking that God loves so-and-so more than us, we're basically saying that God, because God is omnipresent or omniscient. I forget exactly what the word is, but he's omnipresent, which means that he's in all places at all times, and he can be everywhere all at once. And that's so hard to fathom, but by that by saying that he can be with Kayla at the same time of him being with me at the same time of him being with my mom and he can minister to us all the same and he can be with us and counsel us all at the same time and love us just as much like Mm -hmm. he's not a human so he doesn't have the same capacity that we think of love it's a totally different unconditional like all-consuming love and um that also with that being said the Holy Spirit like we each have the Holy Spirit within us which is part of God so that's the Spirit of God so we all have it inside of us which means that we all can tap into that at any time so for us to think that oh that person has more Holy Spirit than I have like no that that's not how it works we all have the Holy Spirit but the difference is is whether we tap into listening to it or if we don't and that we all have that ability like we all have the ability to be in our word we all have the ability to pray we all have the ability to listen to a sermon like we all have that so whoever decides to do it more is then going to hear from God more and so the more you seek him the more he will reveal himself but you have to seek him you know Dude, yeah. Um, and one time, like, I was sitting there and I talk. I'm very open. Everyone knows I love Jesus. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are, but, like, you're going to hear I love Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, tonight at the gym, actually, somebody heard me and Joss talking about, like, prayer and stuff. And he was like, I'm a Christian, too. Like, God bless yeah, you guys. And we were like, like, I didn't hear the first thing he said, but he was like, are you guys talking about God? Yeah. And I was like, oh, shoot. Like, what is this guy about to say? Like, I was kind of scared. And he was yeah. like, God bless you guys. Like, I'm a Christian, too. And I was like, oh, Dude, it, like, made us... I was, like, ready to go run around the gym. Like, know, we, I mean, he walked away, me and Kayla high-fived. <laughs> Dude. And it just reminds me, my coworker said to me one time, she was like, God is... He's really busy, God. Like... He can't be with you, or something along the lines where he that's can't be with me all the time. doesn't have a revelation about who Jesus yeah. and God is. Like, that's like a, a freaking atheist trying to explain to yeah. you how God works. Dude. How stupid is that? Literally, and I was like, well, my Bible said God can be with me anytime I need him, so. Yeah. And literally, like, when I first started going to the church I went to in California, one of the first sermons I heard was, like, it was a couple weeks after starting going there, he was like... He was proving, like, atheists, like, atheist point of view were proving that God exists, but they still didn't want to believe. He was like, yep, this atheist proved this. He doesn't believe. And it was like, he was, like, being so, like, yep. Like, they were confirming stuff that is true about yep. God, yep. but then they were still choosing not to believe. Yep. And I'm like, and the way the pastor was explaining it, I'm like, he's, like, really, like, 
this is how the Bible is. Very biblical. Like, he's like, I'm going to tell you how it is. Like, that's, like, I'll prove it to you in this. And I'm like, dude. And to see that, I'm like, that's how radical we should be for God. Like, all right, you don't believe? I'll show you. Like, I literally want to, like, go up to people. I'm like, when people tell me they don't believe in God, I'm like, why? Yeah. Like, I'm, like, genuinely trying to understand. And I'm not trying to do it out of, like, a judgmental heart. I'm trying to be like, but, like, Have you ever even gave it a chance? And, like, some people have reasons. Yeah. But some people do not. Like, some people, they just had a really hard upbringing, and it's hard for them to fathom that there's a loving God that would let that stuff happen. And that's valid, but it's not true. Yeah. That that was kind of a contradicting statement, but it's like, your feelings are valid, but the actual statement is not true. Yep. And, um... I had to come to terms with that. Like I've said, like it was kind of hard for me to wrap my head around because I didn't have a loving earthly dad. Yep. So it was very hard for me to think like a, a dad that I couldn't even see loved me because my earthly dad didn't. So it was hard for me to understand that type of love. But going back to the comparison, this like popped into my head too. Like the church is called a body, right? And um, I <laughs> I don't know exactly where this is in the Bible, but it talks about like how the body can't work or function without the head, but it also can't function without the hand. So the head isn't more important than the hand and the hand isn't more important than the head because we all need to work as one body for it to function properly. Mm -hmm. And with that being said, Kayla has a gift of being outgoing and, and being able to tell people about our podcast and all of this, like, random people. She could just bring that up, and, <laughs> and that's great. But, like, I don't have that gift, but I have gifts in other ways yeah. that that Kay doesn't. And so with that, we work together, and we both bring our gifts together, which means that we're able to achieve more for the kingdom. Yep. So um, with that being said, comparison is so should is so insignificant and doesn't even make sense because nobody will be able to do what you can do and you can't do what somebody else can do but that's what's so beautiful about it because when we come together we can all accomplish something even bigger than one of us can individually yeah and joss is a feeler so she can like when she goes into an environment she can be like oh this isn't right Mm -hmm. whereas in me i'm like more like all right well i'm gonna talk to this person they probably (laughs) hate me but i'm still gonna talk to them and honestly though being that way the devil uses that against me because anytime that I go out and like talk to somebody I'm like oh, I shouldn't have said that mm. like I leave that and I'm like I could talk to literally probably like somebody on the sidewalk like see wh- I still get that too though like I'll but mine comes more from like my social anxiety okay. versus like where you're just more open but it is a gift. Yeah. It's just about how other people receive it. But using that as an example, like when me and Kay, then I can be like, Kayla, don't trust that person. Mm-hmm. Like I know I can feel like I love them and I don't judge them, but I don't want you to get hurt. And yeah. I don't think you should tell them that about yourself. Yeah. Or like we can do things like that for each other or if we're in public and I'm like, oh, I'm feeling really anxious. I don't want to speak to that person. She'll help me and she'll do it for me or yeah. she'll go with me. Mm-hmm. So it's like. That's just an example of how it can work where two people who are pretty opposite but similar, but, like, opposite in our personality-wise, how two different gifts can, like, work together. Yeah, and I, me and Joss talk about this a lot. Like, that's why we feel like we can use our gifts for something like this, for the podcast and for women, because Mm -hmm. it's, like, we can show women, like, 
we're four, like, you can have different gifts of Christ and yeah. be so similar at the same time. Yeah, and, and like, towards... not one is better than the other, right. but when you work together, it's literal magic. Exactly. Like, for the kingdom, not actual magic. <laughs> <laughs> but, but um, yeah, because that's something, like I said, that I've really, really struggled with, but having Kay, it, it helps me. Yes. Yeah, and so... Um, And I feel like coming together and being able to talk about different subjects, we have such different perspectives. So, like, somebody that listens might relate to how Kay feels more, and then another person who listens might relate to how I feel more. And I think that that's really cool, because you guys wouldn't get that, um, such a separate perspective if it was just, like, me, or if it was just Kay, or if it was me and somebody who was exactly like me. You guys wouldn't get that that well-rounded perspective. Dude, yeah. So I feel like it works really well. It's cool because we both grew up very differently. Mm -hmm. So it's just like hearing, like, I think this is what brought me and Joss together too. Hearing how Joss is, I'm very similar to her in that way. Mm -hmm. So our feelings are very similar. So this garbage is tripping me out. Oh, it's the police officers. Sorry, guys. <laughs> what, if them, what if they pulled up and they're like, what are you ladies doing? And we're like, recording a podcast. For Jesus. <laughs> Dude, I always think about that. Side note, guys, I'm like driving down the street sometimes. And I'm like, I'm listening to worship music. So sometimes I get lost in the sound. And literally, like, I'm like, if I get pulled over right now, they're going to be like, what are you doing, ma'am? I'm going to be like, I'm praising the Lord. Like, you know what I mean? This is just a side note, guys. But, like, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, but, like. Me and Jess are very similar in a lot Mm -hmm. of ways about how our feelings are. Our emotions are very similar. So for us being together, it really does help each other. Because she can be like, I do understand how you feel. Mm -hmm. And our relationship is out of love. Everything is out of love. So it makes it really nice to have somebody that finally understands. Yeah, and I feel like too, like naturally as girls jealousy and envy is very prevalent like even among christians like if we're really honest and we're like yes we're human and we fall sometimes not saying that it's right but there can be like a competition spirit or like a jealousy spirit or like whether it's with their walks with jesus or the way they dress or the way that they just lead their lives yeah um there can sometimes be some jealousy and um i just feel like with some with a friendship like this where it's just like you're planted and rooted in love and the truth and you just remind yourself like this person is for you. This person is on your team. Like, there's no reason to feel that. It's just a really beautiful thing. Yeah. Because I even find myself, like, looking at people and I'm like... And they'll they'll be somebody I'm, like, cool with. And I'm like, dang. I know. Like, it sounds... Like, I'm just being completely upfront Because yeah. sometimes, like Josh said, like... And it's, like, one thing, like, if we're being completely honest, Christians do struggle with that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it helps people who are, like, starting in their faith journey because... We're not perfect. Yeah. Like, there's also so many not times. condoning that. Yeah. That because we no. recognize in ourselves, like, that's not right, girl. Like, you need to repent and obviously, like, bring it before God, of course. Dude, yes. But if we're being real, those feelings don't always just go away. Even after deliverance. Like, we're still human. Like, yeah. we're still in a sinful world. So, thoughts still might arise, but it's how you deal with those thoughts that really matters. Dude, yep, and I found myself too sometimes, I'm like, no. So a lot of times when I do feel certain ways, I'm like, give yourself time. Yes. Because I don't ever want to act out of anger, because sometimes when I do act out of anger, I don't like how I act. Oh. At all. 
I don't like how I act. So I'm like, all right, let's take a step back. Yeah. And I'm like, let's think about this before we do act. So a lot of times I do find myself taking time for myself because before I would have just acted out of anger. Yeah. I'm like, no. And that's that's something too, like, as God has emotions, and we've I've learned this recently. We've learned this recently. Like, God is can be angry. God can mourn, like mm-hmm. or grieve, like. The Holy Spirit has emotions. So, like, God gave us the emotions to feel. Yeah. But he didn't give them to us for us to sit in and act out of because then that can become sinful. Like, if we're actually... Like, anger itself isn't a sin. But acting out of anger can be because it can cause you to do some really bad things. And even jealousy, like... The feeling of jealousy isn't necessarily a sin. It's how you act out of it. Because our God is a jealous God. Like, mm-hmm. he's a jealous God. He wants us all to himself. Yep. But that doesn't make it a, that doesn't make it a sin. Yep. It, what makes it a sin is our, like, evil desires out of jealousy. Like, oh, I want what they have. Like, I'm going to do this because I'm jealous of them. So now I want to feel better than them. Like, that's when it becomes, like, evil. Does Dude. that make sense? Yeah, no, that I am going to be complete. Yesterday, guys, I was really struggling at church. Well, something happened with one of my family members that means, like, a lot to me. Yeah. And I was very upset. And so I was just, like, kind of, in a way, mad at God. And I was like, what the heck? Because mm-hmm. this person is, like, the str- one of the strongest people, like, and as one of the strongest faiths, she's amazing. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm like bawling my eyes out I'm like give her a break dude like why are you doing this to her and I'm just so mad and I one of our friends told us this like you need to like be mad at God like he knows you're like if you're mad at God be mad at him like let him know but don't sit in those feelings so I'm like sitting there and I go to the airport and I'm like about to leave because I'm like all right I'm not getting anything from here and like I don't know when God's gonna speak to me and I'm sitting there And God's like, I'm about to take her to another level. Like, you don't see it yet, but it's going to be there. And I'm just like, wow. Mm -hmm. Like, just like when he said that to me, I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm sorry for being upset, but I just get so mad. Yeah, and like, I think of it this way too. Like, not just in that experience, but in, in experiences in general when we don't understand why things are going the way they're going. It's kind of like when you're at the grocery store and you're walking down the aisles and the aisles are taller than you so you can't see over the aisles you could just see what's in front of you and what's on the sides of you but god sees above the aisles and he sees like over everything Mm -hmm. so like we're looking at eye level and we don't see what's above that but he does yeah so it's super important to remember like even when things feel like they're out of control they're really not because god knows the outcome and that that usually relieves my anxiety but it's still not easy you know and I always go to well I try to always go to scripture like not even in a physical bible because sometimes a I really don't just be like oh I want to pick up my bible yeah like but google and having the bible app helps me so much like when I was really dealing with jealousy I watched YouTube videos on it and then I went in my Bible app and like they have the plans like we've talked about in the past where you can search a certain thing that you're struggling with and you can pick like a six day plan dealing with that thing. So I started doing that and I'm only in a couple days in but it gives you scripture to go back to. It reminds you like 
it's just not something that you have to feel because God equipped you just like he equipped them. You just have to seek. Mm -hmm. And that's where the difference is, like I said. Um, but I did want to share, we looked up some Bible verses on comparison and I did want to share these two because it's important for us to like remember to share scripture with you guys just so that you can go back and study yourself and like see a couple examples of like when God actually was talking about comparison or yeah. whatever we're talking about. Like it's important to share what God actually said and not just our revelation of what he said right. because even us, we can get it twisted. We're not perfect and we might interpret it the way that he didn't actually mean it to right. say. So um, I want to read a couple scriptures like straight out of the Bible. <laughs> um, this is ESV. I don't know what version this is, but this is from Google. Um, Galatians 1.10. For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. And that really, like, when I read that, I was like, whoa. So, basically, comparison is us trying to please man. Like, that's our earthly desire. Oh, it's fine. Um, but that's our earthly desire is pleasing man when we're worried about comparison. Because if we were worried about pleasing God, we wouldn't be worrying about comparing ourselves to the next person. Dude, yeah. And it's like when I think about that when I'm, like, thinking about somebody's faith walk. Like, I'm like, dude... God's plan for them is completely different than mine. Yeah. So it's just like, why am I looking at them like, oh, got to do it for them? Like, yeah, am I know. doing this for me, for, for God and for me? Or am I doing this to just look as good as them? Yeah. Our, we don't have the same desires as them. And God doesn't have the same desires for us as he does for that person. Mm -hmm. So, like, if we were walking in that person's purpose, we'd be missing the whole thing. And our God's anointing actually wouldn't be on it because that's not what he created us for. Yep. And it's hard to think that way, but like, wouldn't you want to be doing something that you actually want to do, not what the next person is anointed to do? Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. I no, that's kind of what I got out of that, though. No, I completely agree with that because I feel like I really struggle with looking at them and being like, oh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to wear this because it's going to impress this person. Yeah. And it's like, no, bro. Yeah. The next one is full Philippians 2.3 ESV, which Kayla looked up in its English Standard Version. Um, do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. And I love that because it reminds us, like, us comparing ourselves is pride. Like, we have pride in our hearts if we're worried about how we look compared to others. And it just reminds you to put others before yourself and be selfless. Like, it's not about you. It's about others and about loving. And comparison usually isn't, well, it's not out of love. Like, you're not Dude. comparing yourself by loving that person. I, one time, like, this was when I first became very strong in my faith journey. I was talking to this guy, and we were actually dating. And he posted these girls on his story. Mm. And I was like, I can't wait till they see me. That was the first thought in my head. And I was like, I caught myself. And I was like, okay, first things first. If you're thinking that, then peace out, bro. Like, you <laughs> should not. to yourself. Yeah, like, peace out to me. Like, okay, you don't got to show nobody nothing. Like, no. Like, you're not here to compare, like, yeah. be better than these girls. And why am I even talking to somebody like this? Like, I'm comparing myself to these girls I don't even know. Mm -hmm. And, like, 
why am I thinking like this? And that's when I had to like sit back and be like, we ended up not working out and obviously it's for the good, but Mm -hmm. no bad feelings towards him. But I was like, all right. Yeah. That's like the one time I remind, remember myself hardcore comparing myself to somebody that I didn't even know. Yeah. It's just like our natural instinct to be prideful. Dude, you know, yeah. like, oh, I'm better than them. I want them to see how I look because I mm-hmm. look better. Yeah. It's just like we're so prideful. Dude, yeah. By nature. Yeah. It's just like the devil wants us to be that way. And then he's like, oh, don't be prideful. <laughs> That's literally what I hear every time I'm pri- like, do anything like that. He's like, do it, do it, do it, do it. You know what's so crazy about the devil is that he will literally like, whisper a lie to us and, and hype we'll, us up no, well and we'll start thinking that way and then we'll we'll fall not necessarily fall into sin but be thinking about it and then it'll be like that's not godly of you uh-huh you bro. shouldn't be doing that dude. god doesn't approve of that how could god love somebody like you for thinking that way dude he literally is the king of deceit and he will make you feel crazy if you don't catch it for dude. real no, literally, he'll be like, he'll be like, all right, it's cool, like, go do it, like, yeah. come on, do it, like, we can uh, do it together, like, and no. then, as soon as you do it, he's like, you shouldn't have done that, you're a terrible the, you're, Christian, you're terrible, you're a bad person, yeah, why did you do it, mm-hmm. you shouldn't have done that, I'm like, you told me to do it, <laughs> <laughs> like, fighting with the devil, <laughs> no, we already have authority over him, sis, amen, <laughs> okay, and the last one is Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And this I love because do not be conformed to this world. So, like, we shouldn't be of things of this world. And naturally in this world, we want to compare. We want to be jealous. We want what other people have. We want to be the best. We want to make the most money. It's all about these material things. Mm -hmm. And that's not where our eyes should be. Like, we shouldn't be at the eye level of the world. We should be at the eye level of where God is. So, that is the first thing. I'm kind of breaking it down by piece by piece. But... Then the next little part is, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. So reading your word, be transformed by what God says, renew your mind daily by what God says and not of the things of this world and not listening to the news before you open your Bible Mm -hmm. and not watching TikToks before you open your Bible. Like not saying that I am perfect at this, but I'm really trying to be, have the word of God be the first thing I consume in the morning, even if it's just a verse, because starting your day with that versus what TikTok dances are going on right now is definitely going to be more productive. And it's going to give you less of the urge to compare yourself, right? Because yep. you're going to fill your mind with good things. Um, that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God. So by by actually sitting and thinking about what your thoughts are, what thought, by testing your own thoughts, is it of the will of God? You'll be able to discern whether it's of God, of the enemy, or if it's your flesh. Mm-hmm. By testing. Is it is it in the Bible? Is it something that God would say? Probably not. Right. <laughs> if you're comparing. And then the last part, what is good and acceptable and perfect? So... Wait, wait, wait. What is the will of God? What is good and acceptable and perfect? Basically, it's the same thing. What is God saying? Mm-hmm. What's in the Bible? Not not our earthly thoughts or thoughts of the devil. 
and comparing ourselves to others and being jealous because yeah. that's not of God. I um, share this on our story all the time, and I've talked about this in the past, and I really, really love... I feel like I'm, like, screaming every time we talk. <laughs> but And so I'm sorry, guys. But um, it's called God is Calling. Or oh, your devotional? G- Jesus, Jesus is, is calling. calling. Jesus is Calling. And um, it's very hard sometimes to get in your word. So having a devotional like Jesus is Calling is really perfect because... Mm-hmm. And I share the devotions on our story all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's perfect because sometimes it is hard to get in your word. And so it if is. you can use the Jesus is Calling and get the one, the three scriptures that it gives and get revelation out there... Like, God is talking to you through that. Yeah. So, I really love that a lot. Because it's still his word. Like, Mm -hmm. I think we get it twisted and we start to let religion overtake our minds. Not that it's not good to actually sit and study the Bible. That's, like, top tier. Like, of course, you want to be able to do that and get a revelation of what God's saying through the Bible. That's super important. But we sometimes get very hard on ourselves for that. And even if you just get one scripture in and you get a you can completely understand what that scripture is saying and you can start applying it. That's more effective than reading like three chapters in the Bible that you don't even completely understand what's going on, right? Dude, literally, um, you pretty much stole the words out of my mouth because <laughs> the other day, me and Jasper were just talking about this. I This is going right back to comparison, so it's tying it all together. I look at other people's walks and I'm like, I'm not doing what they're doing, so God doesn't love me. Mm-hmm. And I heard God say, I was like listening to music one time and I'm like, ooh, I shouldn't be listening to this because it was like worldly music, but I loved the song and I yeah. feel like I still got something out of it. God was like, I still speak to you through different things. Yes. And I was like, Man, God, I sit here and confuse our relationship and make it so complicated. And God's like, spend time with me. Like, you just chill with me, listen to music, and just, like, talking to me. I love that so much more than you thinking about, oop, I didn't read the whole book of Psalms today. Like... It's so crazy. And that goes back to say, like, God gave us each individual gifts. He made us so different in the way we learn, Mm -hmm. in the way we understand. Mm -hmm. And he did that on purpose because our relationship with him should be unique. Mm -hmm. It's not going to look like the next person because we're not the next person. And so the way God speaks to us is going to be different than how he speaks to somebody else because they understand in a different way than you do. God probably... Well, I know God catches your attention in a different way than he does your neighbor. Yeah. Just like he catches my attention differently than he catches Kay's attention. Yep. And he catches my mom's attention differently than he catches my brother's attention. Yep. Like it's just, and these are just examples, but like it's so different and so unique to each individual that it doesn't even make sense. And I'm preaching to myself right now. It doesn't even make sense to compare because he loves us all uniquely Amen. and for who we are and for who he created us to be. Yep. So it, it just doesn't even, it doesn't even make sense. And he knit us all together. He didn't just knit Kayla together. He didn't just knit me (laughs) together. He knit us all together in our mother's womb. He knew us before we were in our mother's womb. Like, can you even fathom that? Like, he knew you before anybody else knew you. Dude. Even your mom. He knew you before your mom knew you. <laughs> and you were in her. Like, Dude. just think about that. Like, I think about that and I'm just like, you know what? 
God loves me. Like, God loves mm-hmm. me. And that's not conceited to say. He nope. loves you just as much as he loves me. Right. He's your Jesus just as much as my Jesus. Mm-hmm. You have the Holy Spirit just as much as I have the Holy Spirit. Right. Like, it is, it's just no, there is no comparison. Dude, yeah. And I really, this is an example I use very frequently. I use it all the time. We always come, we're so quick to compare ourselves to beauty. Beauty yeah. is a very big thing for women. And this girl actually gave me this example. I am not taking credit for it at all. There's this song called Canvases in Clay. And it said, like, we're your canvas in your clay. And it's just, like, we go. It's like walking into an art shop. I use this all the time. It's like you walking into somebody's art shop and being like, yeah, you would never do this. Your art, it's terrible. I hate the way you did this. Granted, sometimes I'll go to the art museum and I'll be like, how is that worth a million dollars? Anyways, besides the point. We go into somebody's art shop and be like, mm, it's all right. Like, we're so quick to judge it. That's what we do ourselves. Dude, That's what we do to God. Kayla, this literally... So, the other day, I'm going to share this because I feel like when you said... What was it? Canvas and clay? Yep. Okay. So, the other day, I was praying to God. And I literally sometimes scripture just comes out of my mouth and I'm just like whoa like we were talking about earlier like whoa that's actually in me so I was praying and I just kept saying God I'm your clay mold me I'm your clay mold me and in I think it's Romans don't quote me on that but somewhere in the Bible it says you're the potter and we're the clay or and I'm the clay yes And I don't even know where that came from out of my mouth, okay? But that's just another way to say, like, he is the potter and we are the clay. So he molds us perfectly to what he needs us to be and where Mm -hmm. he needs us to fit. Like, we are the clay for God. So, like, if we fully surrender, he will make us into the people we need to be. So we won't feel the need to compare because we'll each be our own individual art, which Dude. is how we already are, but yeah. he perfects us as we go on and as we experience. And he might chip something off here and there to def- to purify us. Yeah. Yes. Dude, and I wanted to say this, too, because I used to, like, I low-key moment and just start crying when you said that, dude. Aww. But um, I wanted to clarify this, too, because I used to have a really hard time. They say, like, you should have cl- sp- scriptures written on your heart. And yeah. it's not saying, like, you need to memorize psalms 31 something whatever like which is good to do that if you're like able to remember that that's awesome i just don't have a memory yes but what it means by having scripture written on your heart is like literally being able to be like oh in psalms or in proverbs i don't know exactly where but being like it tells me to not stray it down the path of temptation that's having scripture written on our heart yeah not even you don't even have to know the book but just having the fruit of what God's word says mm-hmm. because it's written inside of you. Dude, yep. And um, this is a little bit off topic, but still on topic. But what the frick? Dude, <laughs> we're like parked in a parkway. So there's a bunch of random people and it's kind of freaky. Like you'll just see somebody all of a sudden walk by the car and you're like, what the heck, brother? <laughs> Keep it moving. Keep it moving. What the? What the? <laughs> Okay, sorry guys. (laughs) We're low-key, like, paranoid about (laughs) stuff together, so we're like, um... Okay, anyway, I'm not even gonna cut it out, whatever. But, um, (laughs) what I was saying was, this is off-topic, but on-topic, but, 
um, on the topic of faith. And I've been hearing this a lot because I've been thinking a lot about like growing my faith and really learning what it is to fully trust God and have faith in God and whatever. And um, this keeps coming up. So I know it's something that God's trying to say to me, which I want to relay the knowledge. But um, faith comes by hearing. And I was watching, I was listening to something and it was planting doubt in my mind it was like plant you know how like you'll see a video and you'll be like you know what maybe like I'm taking this a little too serious or maybe I'm Mm -hmm. like maybe God is like more liberal than what I think he is or you know what I mean like it just puts seeds or something yes through videos online it can plant things in your head where then doubt starts to produce and so um then I literally heard like in my head that he was like what you're freaking out dude no there's like a red i think it always flashes like that but i don't it's on my dash do you see <laughs> okay, that yeah yeah anyway sorry okay no it's fine um but so when when i was watching this th- this video that was planting down in my head i heard god say like listen to things that will grow your faith not through not like pull you back And so from that, and then pastor said on Sunday, he was like, faith comes by hearing. And I was like, which means that doubt comes by hearing as well. So if you're watching things that are talking against God or talking about things of this world and making you think some other way than the Bible says, then you need to like filter what you're listening to. Because when you listen to the sermons, it grows your faith, right? You feel more on fire for God and you want to preach and you want to like share his love. But when you're listening to things of this world, you want to do the opposite. Yeah. And so um, that's just a word for you this week. Maybe like listen to a sermon instead of watching that YouTube video that's like gossiping about, I don't know, celebrities. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever. Dude. Um, I actually have, so I applied at Joss's job and it's a, yeah, it's hot. Um, in the car too, so, and it's like 90 freaking degrees outside. There we go. But, um, so back in, I think I was in like seventh or eighth grade, I used to struggle with like suicidal thoughts and I've shared this in my testimony before. No, that's my fault. But I've shared this in the testimony before, but I had a point where I was like, I didn't really know if I believed in God. I was a type of person like a Thomas in the Bible (laughs) where I like, I have to see it to believe like I need to like see God and God needs to appear in my room for me to believe in Mm -hmm. him. And one of the the kids I was really close to in middle school, he was like, I don't believe in God. Like I grew up Catholic and I just don't believe and nothing against, against the Catholic religion at all. But I really like want to express, I was, he was just like, I don't believe anymore. I was like, okay, I don't really get it. And so I asked my grandma one time, I was like, how do you believe, like, how do you, I just don't understand, grandma. Like, how do you know that it's real if you can't, like, Mm -hmm. you don't see it all the time? She was like, that's where faith comes in. Mm -hmm. And so one time I was just having, like, a super hard time. And this is where God, like, I knew for a fact God 100% was real because I was, like, praying and I was like, God, I need you. Like, if you don't show up right now, like, it's over. I'm done. And he, like, I've never felt God's presence so strong. I was in, like, 7th or 8th grade, too. Yeah. And, like, I've never felt God's presence so strong. And it just shows that, like, if you ask God to come, he's going to come. Like, I don't care what anyone says. Like, I'm not yelling at you guys, I swear. (laughs) And I love that because I feel like kids have such an innocence about them that God shows him, can show himself to them the way he 
Like, no other way. What am I trying to say? Like, he could show himself to them like he can't to anybody else. Yeah. Because they just have such an innocence about them. And they don't even have a revelation, really, of, like, some of them do. But, like, really a true understanding of who God is, especially if they didn't grow up in church. Right. So, like, that's really beautiful. I just love that. Dude, but right. anyway, we're we're rambling. Dude, but this was really good. This was so good. This, like, I, I feel like, like I needed this yes, really bad. I, was say, I feel like I'm back on fire because for a while I was like, oh, what do we record about? Like, not that I didn't like yeah. doing it, but I was just like, I want to make sure that we bring value to who's listening. And I definitely feel like this episode will bring value. Yeah. And I just thank you guys so much for listening. And I love you guys. I'm so yep. happy to, we're so happy to be back. And we're gonna, I, I know we're still new to this, so we're not getting as much like interaction on instagram but really head over to our instagram don't feel weird about messaging us like different things that you guys struggle with or want to hear about because that helps us be able to bring value to you guys and things that you guys really want to listen about and then we have time to like study about it or pray about it so that we make sure we're in alignment with what god wants to say Mm -hmm. and all of that stuff um, is there anything you want to add? No, just follow us, like it, mm-hmm. share us. If you could, we'd appreciate anything, really. Yes, we really love you guys. Wherever you're listening on Spotify, Apple, we're on pretty much every platform that you can listen to podcasts and stuff like that. It's not just these two, but they're the main two, obviously. Yeah. Um, so rate us if you have the time to. That'd be great. And all of our social medias are at Save the Girls Podcast. Yep. But that's it. We love you guys so much. Thank yes. you for listening. Because we want to save the girls. girls.